From the Australian Taxpayers Alliance, this is Adipod. I'm your host, Emilio Garcia. Adipod. So uh, welcome back from, from the holiday that we took and happy uh, almost Australia Day. I'm here with Emily Dye, our policy director, and our executive director, Brian Marlowe. How Good. are you? Good. Doing well. So one of the changes that we're making to Adipod is that we're going to start with a weekly roundup of news items that we found relevant about Australia. And uh, this wasn't this week. But I thought that this was relevant to talk about uh, the incoming TAFE NSW chief and his salary. Yeah. What do we think of that? Uh, well, I mean, I was contacted by the Daily Telegraph to talk about that. So basically on, on some background, there's a new uh, head of, new South, of TAFE in New South Wales. Uh, he's a close friend of the Berejiklian government, mm. uh, has worked with the Berejiklian government uh, over the years. Uh, so they parachuted him into the top job and they gave him about a 20% to 30%, depending on where the cap lies, uh, pay increase on top of the already existing maximum cap. So the maximum cap was, say, like $375,000 mm-hmm. a year. And they went, ah, let's give him 20, you know, 20% yeah. more than that uh, on top of it, based on no real reason yeah. why. I believe uh, Gladys is making 400 and something and he's making 500 and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he's making more than he's making more than the state premier uh, to run TAFE uh, at a time when the education results are plummeting. Yeah, well, throwing gov- throwing government money at things tends to fix things, so that's good. Okay, so Jackie Lambie recently finalized the uh, cashless uh, debit card uh, fact finding mission, and it seems one of her concerns, and I find this interesting, is that she's like, well, we're going to cede all this power to banks to control welfare now. So this is something I hadn't considered. This is actually, I think, Jackie Lambie brings up a really good point. Yeah, she, she actually does. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. We bring, okay, yeah, sure, we don't want them to have the cash, but now we're giving all this uh, all this power to the banks to control the welfare um, access. Yeah. And primarily the big four banks. Yeah, of course. Interesting. As usual, they tend to like power. <laughs> you mean the same banks that want to ban cash? Yeah, those uh, ones. We're yeah, those ones. A little bit later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I find it interesting, and I think it's worth discussing, because I hadn't thought of how you would be able to give someone a cashless card without going through a big bank, but definitely thought that that was worth um, worth checking into. Uh, Mackenzie, she's in, a, she's in a bit of a pickle, that senator. She seems to uh, be generous with our, with our money. Yes, Bridget McKenzie. Is... weren't you weren't you recently on uh, some uh, news program? On some kind television? of some kind of televisional show. <laughs> <weren't you? laughs> yeah, that would be Sky uh, yeah, last night nice. talking about this issue. Uh, mm. We just keep finding out more and more about these sports rorts. Yes. So Mackenzie's obviously the the main. Yes, the controversy focus. is surrounding Bridget McKenzie primarily, mm. um, as she's the one that's in charge of issuing these grants, mm. though different ministers uh, have stepped in and gotten money for their pet projects. Mm. An example would be Greg Hunt managing to get $170,000 uh, yeah, $170, for a yacht club because ah. we all know yacht clubs need more money. And Yeah, if, 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 if someone was to ask me, like, what kind of sport, sporting groups 
don't have money, I would say. The ones with <laughs> giant boats. Yeah. I say we really need with to subsidize that. dollars boats. They're really suffering. More than that. But yes. It's that kind of stuff that makes... cheaper end of, like, a little boat would be. It's that kind of stuff that makes me realize that, I, that like, you know... I don't have that much money. It's, right. it's like when it's like, how much does a boat cost? And someone's like, I don't know, a hundred grand. It's like, no, like three hundred thousand dollars for a good yacht. You should apply for, uh, to for get that job uh, working for TAFE. Yeah, Jesus Christ. No, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to get uh, better results than we're already getting. I wonder what kind of yacht he has. Well, I don't know. I one one made of lungs. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we in Sydney made a an investment in putting a light rail in the CBD that has been incredibly successful, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, it's working great. We've had no problems. There's There's, nice benches sitting on the road so people can go and they rest their legs, (laughs) a comfortable compartment. So (laughs) it it broke down. Numerous times. So it broke down again recently. It broke down this week. It broke down the the day that they opened it. So the the day that they launched it, it broke down. Uh, It broke down again this week. Mm -hmm. It... Couldn't run when it was raining because yeah, uh, I guess I, I guess they didn't factor in that Sydney rains. Right, um, but in their defense, how could they ever know that it would ever rain in Sydney? Well, climate change has stopped rain, right? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't rain anymore. That's a thing yeah. of the past, Scott, right? Well, Scott Morrison started anymore. the bushfires, so he must have started these bad rains as well, yeah. right? Is Which are going to increase uh, CO two emissions. I'm not sure if you oh, are aware, but oh, when yeah. the rains came and really helped out the fires, the big issue is now like, oh well, yeah, but. We're going to get more fires later on because there's going to be more CO2 emissions. Um, so, yeah. So, essentially, it did break down. The first time that it broke down, I found it hilarious. They had more testing hours for it than, like, the, the Yeah, so appar- apparently apparently the, the New South Wales trams uh, or the Sydney trams had yeah. more testing hours before going to market, essentially, than the space shuttle program in, in the U.S. Yeah, like... Back in the the first one, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, yeah, one that actually put a person on the moon. Well, they didn't take into no, no, space shuttle program, the actual shuttles, not oh, the not the not the moon, not the orbit. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so not Apollo, whatever. Yes. Um, but what they didn't factor in <laughs> was that there were going to be people on these trams, and that people weigh amounts, and so the trams were doing great, and then people get on. And, <laughs> and, 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 I mean, I don't weigh anything. You weigh very little, but all of us together, I'm sure. So that was fine. And I, I don't even know why it broke down this time. I think it was the rain this time. Or the- uh, there was one breakdown because it rained. Yeah. There was another one. Be- there was one where they shut it down mm. because there were too many people in the CBD. Um, because, you know, city, city business districts tend to have people. Yeah. Um, Which is also something they, there, there's no way they could have known. <laughs> There's like we're being too hard on them. They could have never known that people weigh look, amounts and that they also congregate in city centers, right? That's just something that a government look, would not be capable of. And it of. rains. That's right. Um, but obviously, this was a, a big issue for their commuter. Uh, and and I don't want to criticize the light rail too much because you know it, it's not like it cost us three or four billion dollars of taxpayer money to roll out something that doesn't work mm. when we have perfectly good buses that work rain, hail, or shine. And have worked for cent- uh, for decades. Yeah, well, of course, we could have done buses, but don't you prefer to instead spend billions of dollars putting, like, a couple of metal rods in the ground? Yeah, also, like, warning to all cyclists, do not ride your bicycle over those metal rods. It really hurts. Really? Oh, yeah, you'll crash. 
Oh. You cannot drive a bicycle over those things. Well. Unless you go at the right angle, but it's hard to get that. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that essentially wraps up our uh, our our weekly uh, news review. It was a it was a good one this week. Uh, what I want to talk about uh, to begin with is uh, Labour overtaking the Liberals in polling. So obviously the Liberals won the unwinnable election, or the, or Labour lost the unlosable election, and then something happened. Can't put my finger on it, and suddenly it seems that people are dissuaded from the Liberals. What happened? Yeah, I mean, there's a saying uh, that sort of goes around the traps in politics. That, like mm-hmm. if you don't pick a side, you just get run down the middle, mm-hmm. uh, and that's exactly what's happening to Scott Morrison, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, parliamentary calendar ended last year. MPs went on holidays, including the Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put uh, Michael McCormack in as Deputy Prime Minister. You know, then there were bushfires, and they're really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's you know some of the worst bushfires we've ever seen. Yep. He was on holidays. To be honest, I think he probably could have defended that position and been like, no, I actually fully trust Michael McCormack mm-hmm. to handle this. I'm also more than capable because we have what are called telephones and yeah. the internet. Uh, to you know, Interwebs. to to take care of things as needed. Right. Uh, but in any case, he came back because people that would never vote for him and uh, never did vote for him uh, were saying that he basically started the bushfires because Hawaii. Yes. He then came back, but the issue is he then went on this weird groveling apology tour. So rather than coming back and then going, you know what, we're going to support firefighters, we're going to fight these fires, mm. and here's what we're going to do to help the people in the areas. Uh, you know, and we're going to tackle this head on. There's there's footage of him like awkwardly trying to grab a woman's hand to shake it, oh, and like please shake. Yeah, it yeah. just. And I think people seeing that just that's not leadership. He material. also lied, which I found a little bit uh, shady when when asked. I think it was by an ABC presenter. How he said, "Okay, so Scomo, you came out and said that it's always been the position of your government." that excre- extreme weather events such as these bushfires are, in fact, linked to climate change. Mm-hmm. When in actual fact, it it's, had never been the position of the Liberal Party. It's always explicitly been, especially of if, if those close to ScoMo. Yeah. They aren't, and they aren't, by the way. At least it doesn't appear to, yeah, and, and, appear to be. But, so he lied to that, then he went on this apology tour. He granted his attackers the premise that, in fact, it was his fault because... In the you know amount of time that he's been in office, he could have stopped climate change fully. Uh, so, and then surprise, surprise, Labor's doing better than Liberals. Yeah, well, I think the issue is is like you, you come back, you don't act like a leader, you allow the other side to completely uh, you know run you ragged on how to actually respond to this. Like I couldn't see John Howard doing this. Mm. You know, John John Howard uh, was a pretty strong leader. I couldn't see Tony Abbott doing this. Mm. Um, I think that they would handle this much better. And I think that's where a lot of sort of swing voters have just kind of turned off Scott Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I also disagree with the idea that the Liberals won the last election. I think that Labor lost it. Yeah. And they lost it because they ran a climate election. You know, they ran an yeah. election on climate change and they got completely smashed because yeah. Australians don't want to lose their jobs or have more expensive electricity so that someone can feel good because they get their power from kombucha or monsters, monsters. Yeah. yeah. I think Australians know that Australia isn't the biggest contributor to climate change. We're actually yeah. a very small contributor based on the statistics mm. that are even being presented by the climate catastrophists and the people who mm. think the world's ending yeah. um, in 12 years, I think it is. What's the most oh, recent God. date? 
It's at a time frame that is far enough ahead that, you know, they don't have to, like, yeah. really point to anything. Yeah. Uh, and they can adjust. And they can adjust it. Got it. Okay. So um, 12 years will go by and they'll be like, what we meant was 12 years, years at some point. Yeah, exactly. Some, starting sometime in the future. Yeah, yes. It's been 12 years since the 80s. Yeah, yeah exactly. but even they agree. Like, hmm. We're not, like, the statistics, the, what they're presenting. Yeah show that Australia has a very small contribution to climate change. Oh, yeah, of course it does. Oh, to emissions. To right. emissions. Yeah. And, like, even, yes, we export coal, but our coal is so much cleaner <laughs> yes. and so much better mm. than the coal produced by other countries like China. When yeah. we export our coal to China, we're lo- probably there are fewer emissions. emissions. Yeah. yeah, to India as well, right? That's one of the... I really like this game that a lot of uh, catastrophists play, where, like, if you take into account our coal exports, we have the highest emissions per capita in the world. Which like, okay, what you're doing there is you're playing a very strange like emissions per capita, which yeah, like, emissions per capita, and and they're and, and they're yeah. pretending that these countries couldn't get like coal from other nations. The reason they buy it from us is that our coal is better and it burns more efficiently. Well, coal that other people are burning, we have to attribute. Why would you take that into consideration? Yeah, sure. If we take into consideration the emissions of the United States as well. But why would we do that? We're not burning it. And furthermore, they would they would produce more CO2 if we yeah. didn't. Um, but yeah, now we're getting kind of just off topic just because, you know, we like, we like to deny that the climate exists. I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so labor definitely. Uh, over to, yeah, have you ever seen it? Have it's you ever better. seen Bill Shorten and the climate in the same place at the same time? I don't know. No. Well, I mean, we stopped him, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so now he decided to become the climate. Anyway, uh, so that was stupid, but now we can get into an actually important uh, topic. Uh, sports rorts. Let's get back to that a little bit. Yeah, um, I... So not, Mackenzie isn't the only person on the hook for this, and neither is the Minister of Death, Greg Hunt. Who else? Uh, what, what else is going on? We've this? got a whole list mm. of liberal MPs and ministers. Um, Scomo's also on that list. Uh, ah, good. People <laughs> that are apparently in trouble for yeah. these sports rorts. Mm. Uh, I don't know exactly where that list is coming from. But yes, they are mm. using um, taxpayer money to try to gain support because the liberals have lost a lot of support recently uh, due to things like bushfires and climate change. Yeah. And sitting on the fence. Yeah. And so they're trying to make up for that by buying the hearts of people back but, with uh, taxpayer money. So <laughs> I'd say I don't even understand. Like, uh, let's just leave, and I don't really, can't really believe I'm saying this, but let's just leave the taxpayer funded side of it, like, you know, as to the side, right? Wow. Which is already egregious. Just policy wise, mm. how, how exactly are you building votes amongst you know, uh, the everyday swing voter by giving $170,000 to a yacht club or $15 million to the Swans. The Sydney right. Swans don't need money. They're the Sydney Swans. I think sure. the answer like, to that is they're not giving money to the people that are going to vote. They're giving money to the people that are going to donate. Yeah. Mm. So people yeah. that attend yacht clubs and golf clubs and tennis clubs, they're the people that yes. can write checks yeah. to political campaigns. Yeah, that makes sense. It is getting a little muddy though, right? Because I did see a story about about who was it maybe it was abbott and there were some grants given in his district as well but this is a program that exists that gives money to different sports uh organizations oh so yeah it's not always so now what i think is happening it's also they're they're going on the attack because it's clearly been a fruitful line of attack for people who maybe deserve it 
and they're just turning it on anyone. It's like, hey, you know, this uh, youth yeah. center in your community got some money. That's corruption. Like, well, yeah, and I think that is something that we should be aware of. Like, not mm-hmm. everyone on that list is actually guilty of fraud right. or rorts, um, but some a lot of them are. Um, Bridget sure. McKenzie is the perfect example. Mm-hmm. She gave uh, thirty six thousand dollars to a gun club that she's a member of. Yeah. So I, I think that's one of the issues is is that there's probably maybe five to ten actually egregious examples where it's like you know Greg Hunt uh, did backroom dealing to get a grant for a yacht club in his electorate. Sure. Um, Bridget McKenzie put thirty six thousand dollars of taxpayer funds towards her own gun club essentially, yeah, or a gun club that she's a member of. Yeah. Those are the egregious egregious examples. The issue is that. More broadly, this happens Labour or Liberal. The Labour Party does it as well. So it's it's sure. across the board. It is rich for the Labour Party of of all groups who have never seen a spending measure that they didn't like, <laughs> have never seen a tax they didn't like mm. to criticise for this kind of stuff because they do this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And it also should be noted, the Labour Party has done this and has faced the consequences of this in the past. The oh, exact really? same thing happened in the 90s. Mm. And... The sports minister actually lost her job over at Ross Kelly. Wow. Uh, she resigned because this exact same thing, these exact same kind of grants. Um, they had wow. it was the whiteboard scandal where apparently they'd written this clubs that were most deserving of the funds on a whiteboard, and they erased it. And so she's like, "No, these were the ones that we picked as most deserving." And everyone's like, "But why are they in such key districts? Uh, why are they your big donors?" Mm-hmm. And she ended up having to resign over it. Good. Uh, well, right now we're going to have an investigation, apparently, into Mackenzie. I think... Uh, Who's heading that up? Uh, I don't know. Uh, honestly, this is something that I that I just kind of saw. Like, it, it hasn't actually played out, but it's being referred, as they yeah. say. So after defending uh, vehemently uh, her actions, <laughs> the, the same party that defended her is now actually investigating it, which I'm, I'm all for. I'm all for the, for the investigation. So let's move on now. To the uh, sorry, Emily. Did you have something? Oh, to add? I was just saying, like, yes, I fully support these investigations, and mm. we need to remember this isn't a partisan issue. Yeah, like, it's being presented as a partisan. It's issue. It's a taxpayer like, issue. It's a taxpayer mm. issue. It's not we're attacking liberals. It's yeah. we're attacking politicians who misuse sure. taxpayer funds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, taxpayers are all stripes of politics. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's move on to the cash ban. Now, this is something that uh, this is this is coming soon. Uh, it's most likely going to, not if we can do anything about it ourselves, but uh, this is most likely going to pass. Uh, this is a, a ban, essentially, on, tra- this is a simple version of, of what is actually going to be enacted, but it's essentially a ban on transactions over $10,000 uh, Australian with uh, a single entity. Yes. Now there are exceptions and there's uh, different ways in which that will be implemented, but would you say that's more or less... Yeah, it's um, not necessarily a single entity, but it's a single purchase. So if you, say, mm. buy a car, and yeah. you buy that car over various payments, mm. that car is still, like, it would still count. Oh. So you decide to buy a $15,000 car, and you're mm. making cash payments. You bought, them from a deal- bought it from a dealer. Yeah. That is illegal now. Well, up until 10000 It will be illegal. Yeah. Um, if- yeah, they have they have some exemptions where it's like, well, if you did it as a one-time purchase, maybe it's not illegal. But... Uh, there's 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 a lot of traps that they've set up, right? Yeah. The, the the purpose is to basically uh, limit the amount of cash transactions so that uh, you have to go through a payment a payment process or a banking system. Mm. They claim it's about fighting terrorism. They claim it's about you know limiting tax evasion and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Every single study into that shows that that never happens. It's literally just to increase the tax take. 
right. uh, and uh, benefit some of the so, organizations that donate lots of money to major parties. Yeah. So, but let me see. I'm confused because what you're saying is that criminals aren't going to follow the law. Yeah. Oh, you know, I hadn't uh, considered that. This is. Uh, I think you're. But I think committing you're crimes is illegal. Yeah, that's true. It's forbidden by law. So, yeah. <laughs> someone should probably tell Why those criminals I... <laughs> that it's illegal, and then they'll just stop. Yeah, yeah. it'll probably happen. Um, but here's my question. Let's say uh, it's not for a single purchase. Let's say uh, I trade with you, Brian, for some very expensive piece of equipment that for some reason I have to buy regularly. Yep. And I buy it from you six times, and each one is $4,000. But yep. for individual items. You broke the law. Yes. Even if it's not just payments on a, on a singular thing above You $10. broke the law. If you're a farmer and you're buying, the example you gave at the Senate inquiry was you're buying you know, a second-hand header for your combine harvester, they're easily worth more than $10,000. Mm. Now, maybe as a, one-off tra- as a one-off transaction, they'll turn a blind eye. They'll go, yep, it was one, it was one time over $10,000 to another person, but what if you need to buy some other agricultural equipment? from the same person and mm. it's over like it's it gets to a point where sure uh they're just creating the trap to basically strangle you out and you grew up on a farm uh i don't know many farmers that only rely on internet banking oh yeah no not at all i mean we don't even have solid internet where i'm from <laughs> it's not consistent i think that's something that's also happened with the bushfires yeah. internet is not consistent and a lot of these people have been resorting to cash because they cannot make online purchases, online transactions. None sure. of that's working. Yeah. Um, and I think another point that just kind of gets lost in the group debate is, what about people that like to use cash and they should have the right to use cash? Yes. This, I mean, this, this is the thing. It's, a, it's something that I sort of mentioned at the inquiry, uh, which was there's this whole narrative around uh, the idea that even just transacting in cash above a certain value something dodgy must be going on and you need to report. It's like there's nothing actually ethically wrong. Is it legal tender? Yes. Yeah. Am I committing a crime? No. Yeah. So why does this need to be banned? Right. The ATO's got more than enough powers to audit people, mm-hmm. uh, and they do all the time. Right. We hear horror stories about people getting completely screwed by the ATO. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the audit itself, not even by the results. Yeah, exactly. Just by the just by the process of the audit. Yeah. Like the, the process is the punishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, then at the end you're guilty you're bankrupt but you're not guilty yes and these businesses that are making transactions in cash over ten thousand dollars they're already required to write those transactions down and record them of course like they're not allowed to just sneakily give ten thousand dollars that's not legal right we don't need another law we already have a law that stops that or is meant Mm. to stop that and 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 has always been pretty good at stopping that like at the end of the day i can't just invent ten thousand dollars i still have to account where that came from and the $10,000 then disappearing from my account. I can't just be like, I can't turn around to the ATO and just be like, I don't know. I just took it. It just, it just went somewhere. somewhere. It just went somewhere. What are you talking about? Like that doesn't work. That's how you get audited. It's yeah. It's a, it's a crappy bill created by crappy banks. I think you mean shitty bill. Yeah, actually. Yeah. That's actually on the Senate handsard. Um, Sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. For reference for our listeners, uh, uh, at the Senate inquiry, Emily uh, told the committee representatives that it was a quote-unquote shitty bill. Uh, and thankfully, that appears on the Senate hand side. So that's there forever. Yeah. And you can and now look that up. It was very casual. It was very casual. Just kind of, yeah, it's a shitty bill, yada, yada. It was good. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Was <laughs> it was <like> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was really good stuff. Um, well, I think that uh, that that does it for, for this week. It's slow because um, Australia hasn't started up yet. 
from vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, Australia is very interesting. We we closed for Christmas like four weeks before Christmas or something. Well, we didn't, but yeah. a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, like, the economy Six just kind of stops until the end of January, and then Australia gets going again. Yeah. It's like two months of just not yeah. knowing what day it is and thinking beer is good. Yeah, like, I think on Tuesday, uh, Australia opens officially, but Wednesday is really the day because Tuesday, you know. Yeah, Tuesday. I mean, you're in, but you're not working. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, Emily, closing comments? Closing comments? Oh, probably that has something to do with their sneaking that cash ban thing in. Oh, yeah. So the 30th is yeah. the day that we're having the hearings. So if you'd like to attend those, those are in Sydney. And then on the 7th of February is the vote on the cash ban here, ban bill. Yeah, actually, I mean, uh, maybe we should just sort of end on that, which is that this is clearly designed to just be rushed through. Mm-hmm. They only agreed to have an inquiry into the merits of the bill after a backlash in the in uh, Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um but the way they've stacked it up, you know, they agreed to the inquiry, they announced it, they gave us like four days to prepare and provide yeah, evidence and then go and attend. Uh, the next one is, you know, just after people get back from Christmas break mm-hmm. and then they're going to vote on the bill at the end yeah. of the month. It's designed to get through with as little resistance as possible. Um, it's, yeah. But we're working uh, very, very, very hard and putting other priorities on hold to really push this. So please, anyone who's interested, uh, please check out our website, consider donating or becoming a member, or just go on our website to see what we have to say about the issue. But for now, uh, oh yes, we have a new tool. We'll be announcing that soon. Uh, But for now, we uh, we will leave it there. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.